Well, this morning we have the privilege of five individuals stepping in faith and obedience into the waters of baptism before us. And we're going to begin with Laura Stabler. Right after the first of the year, I was faced with a very difficult circumstance. Of all of the assignments that I could have been given by God, this was by far the worst of the worst in my mind. But through this assignment, God has taught me so much about who he is, which I thought I knew. How he works miraculously in our lives, which I thought I knew, and just how very much he loves his children, which I also thought I knew. Through the journey of this assignment, God has taught me that my pride was big and my submission to him and willingness and courage to obey was very small. My pride kept me clinging to my religion, which made me harsh and judgmental. My pride kept me from really knowing God and understanding the depths of his mercy, exercising complete submission, and exhibiting his attributes. Basically, I was a big, fat, pharisaical mess. This assignment given by God's loving hand has led me here today. Because my pride also kept me from submitting to his will for my life in baptism. When I was a child, I was encouraged to repeat a sinner's prayer so I could join the church with my family. At that time, I was also baptized. I did all of this without really confessing my sin and acknowledging Christ as the only sacrifice for me. When I was in college, the Holy Spirit began working in my life to lead me to true confession and acknowledgement of my helpless state as a sinner without hope. And I accepted Christ as my full and complete Savior and Redeemer. However, I did not submit to the obedience of baptism to declare my surrender to God and His will. As time passed... There were many times that I was convicted about my lack of obedience, but my pride would rise up and I would begin to justify why it wasn't that important to be baptized. Satan had a stronghold in my life that kept me from submitting to God. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And sin ruled in my heart and my life. As hard as I tried to appear spiritually strong, I was not. God was patient and kind and loving and above all long suffering, but I still would not submit. It took something that was too big for me to handle on my own to get me to submit. I am not pleased to have to share that because God deserves so much more than I was willing to give. But I do stand as a testament of what God says 
In Jeremiah 33, or 31, 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with a loving kindness have I drawn you. So today, I ask you, as my brothers and sisters in Christ, that you magnify the Lord with me in this act of obedience, and let us exalt his name together. Well, Laura, do you reaffirm for all of us today that you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and choose to follow Christ alone? Absolutely. Amen. Well, because of that testimony of faith, my sister, I have the privilege of baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised with him to new life. And this is Amy Medendorp, and she would also like to share a word of testimony. I am getting baptized today to outwardly demonstrate my obedience to God. I was baptized as a baby and grew up in the Catholic Church. Although I accepted Christ as my Savior when I was eight, I had no idea what it really meant. I only knew the rituals of the Church and tried my best to be perfect so that I could get into heaven. After some time, I realized that I would never be perfect, no matter how hard I tried, so I gave up and lived my life as I wanted. It wasn't until I met my husband and started reading and studying the Bible that it was brought to my attention that accepting Jesus was about having a relationship. He showed me that I could have confidence in knowing that I would go to heaven and of God's unconditional love for me, as I had never read or been told of these things before. When we were dating, I recommitted myself to Jesus. And about seven years ago, when we came to Calvary and observed a baptism, immediately God told me that I needed to get baptized. I have heard him asking this of me ever since. Seven years of God pursuing me and telling me about baptism, our journey of faith, and allowing him to work in our lives. And I finally have the courage to obey. Well, Amy, do you reaffirm for us that you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I do. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and follow Christ alone? Yes. Amen. Well, because of that testimony of faith, my sister, I now have the privilege of baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised with him to new life. And this is Wanda Taylor, and she's going to share a word with us as well. Having participated in the 2015 Israel trip, I returned home with a strong desire to be more obedient to God's word. 
Even though I was baptized as an infant and made confession of faith as a teenager, I felt the Holy Spirit prompting me to be publicly baptized. So prevalent was this prompting that as a runner, while on a run, I was thinking about baptism when I heard myself say out loud, I will obey. Because music has a special way of inspiring me, the song, when he was on the cross, I was on his mind, has deep meaning for me. The verse I like reads, the look of love was on his face, the thorns on his head. The blood was that scarlet robe and it was stained in crimson red. Though his eyes were on the crowd that day, he looked ahead in time. For while he was on the cross, I was on his mind. And Wanda, have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and choose to follow Christ alone? Yes. Well, with that testimony of faith, my sister, I now have the privilege of baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in death, raised with him to new life. And this is Salem von Crichton, and he also has a word of testimony. I was, I was not born into a Christian home, but God used me as a vessel to bring my mother back to the Lord when I was six. I have always loved God and continue to follow his plan for my life. I have struggled with special needs for a very long time. My mom and I found out through a Holy Spirit empowerment group that my special needs were not because I had special needs, but in fact a source of demonic influence from spiritual warfare. When they prayed over the spiritual warfare, I didn't feel anything right away. However, one year later, I was off all my medication and doing completely fine. Due to the years of being mentally younger, I had to learn many social skills in a two-year range. It was very difficult, but God helped me pull through. One of the hardest things I've struggled with is addiction. When I was 10 years old, I was introduced to a very bad drug of sorts, and it ended up getting me on probation for a short time in my mid-teens. Even through all these things, God was still with me. I'm glad to say that after eight years of addiction, I am healed. God is so good, and I will continue to follow him for as long as I live. I will be attending Grace Bible College in the fall and following God's plan for me to go into youth ministry. God is awesome. Salem, God is awesome indeed. And have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and choose to follow Christ alone? Yes. Well, because of that testimony of faith, my brother, I now have the privilege of baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death, raised with him to new life.
This is Jonathan Bokes, and he'll also share with us. I grew up in a Christian home, and at six years old, I asked Jesus to come into my heart, and I was saved. But from that point on, I went to church every Sunday. I prayed at each meal with my family, but I always felt like something was missing. Uh, I had went to North Point Christian for um, elementary school, and then I decided to transfer to public school for some more opportunities. Uh, the transition was really tough, and I eventually became comfortable with it, therefore became, becoming comfortable with the secular culture. Uh, I eventually started to become more and more like the world. I wondered, uh, I started to argue with my parents, question God, question my self-worth, and I'd feel anxious about life. I uh, wondered why I was like this, and why God let me be this way, and why he wouldn't help me. I started seeing a counselor and taking anxiety medication to help, but I still wasn't really at the point that I wanted to be. I started to attend United, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the band, and it gave me an opportunity to really enjoy Christian music for the first time. And uh, as I got to know Aaron and some of the leaders who had started to disciple me, uh, I mean, it was, it was just an awesome experience to be able to develop relationships with good Christian people and to have, and have mentors that I can look up to. Uh, I was able to talk to them when things would get tough, and uh, it was a great opportunity to have. On March 29th, uh, David Alcook did a sermon on true conversion at United, and it really had a huge impact on me. I had talked with Aaron and David after uh, United and explained to them that I really wanted to change and just to be a better Christian, and I wanted a relationship with Christ, and I wanted to recommit my life to the Lord. Uh, Aaron had me read Romans 10:9 out loud, which is definitely one of my new favorite verses that says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe that you are justified, and it was with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And the scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Well, Jonathan, do you reaffirm for all of us that you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and choose to follow Christ alone? Yes. Amen. I do you want to take your glasses off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because of your testimony of faith, my brother, what a privilege it is for me to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in his death. Raised with him to me. Well, it is a great privilege for all of us to be able to observe five individuals who are stepping out in faith to be baptized. And first we have Allison Moore, and she's going to share a word of testimony. I know that God gave me, I know that God put me on earth for a very special reason. There are many people that point and stare at me and sometimes say mean things because of my Serge Weber syndrome. People were also very mean to Jesus and finally did the worst thing of all. They nailed him to the cross, but Jesus forgave them and said to his father, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. If Jesus can forgive the horrible things done to him, then I should forgive people who are mean to me. I try to set a good example to my friends that will remember Jesus and what they did to him. A gift 
God gave a gift God has given me is the ability to raise money for good causes such as Special Olympics. I know Jesus goes with me when I ask for support because I collect the most. <laughs> When I was born, the doctor said there was very little hope for me to be able to do anything. Jesus had other plans. I know he is always with me. Revelations 3.20 is one of my favorite verses. Here I am. I, I stand and knock. I stand and at the door and knock. I've chosen this verse because the Lord is always knocking in my life, even when I don't think I need him. He is always consistently there knocking in my heart. I love you, Jesus. And Allison, have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and choose to follow Christ alone? Yes. Well, because of that testimony of faith, my sister, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death, raised with him to new life. And this is Brenda Slopsma, and she's also going to share a word of testimony with us. I love you, Calvary Church. I grew up in a Christian home, but my view of God was distorted, and I eventually grew to hate that God. I was living a sinful life, and Satan was becoming more and more desirable to me than God. Someone who knew me well began praying that God would make me miserable in the hope that I would turn to God for help in my misery. He also prayed for the Holy Spirit to convict me of my sins and for the warmth of God's love to captivate my heart. I reached a point in life where I was in absolute misery. I was trapped because no one could fix my pain, and if I ended my life, I would be in hell. So one day I cried out to God for help. He began showing me the truth of who I was and the truth of who he was. I was becoming convicted, and on June 25, 2008, I finally admitted so many of the sins that I had been running from. A tremendous weight was lifted off of me as I experienced the forgiveness of sins. It was unbelievable. The darkness that was in me left, and the light of Jesus came in. My spiritual eyes were opened, my heart was changed, and I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I had never felt so loved in my entire life. After I was saved, I wanted nothing more than to go to heaven to be with Jesus. He did not let me, but instead he brought me to Mark chapter 5, where it talks about the man whom Jesus had just delivered from demon possession. Verse 18 and 19. 
As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So I am here telling you all today just what the Lord has done for me and how he has had mercy on me. He has forgiven me for dabbling in Satanism and in the occult, for my self-destructive behaviors, for my rebellion, my hatred, my lust, my self-pity, and my deceit. I cursed him and I hated him, but he loved me anyway and welcomed me into his family with open arms, calling me his beloved daughter. Thank you for that testimony, Brenda. And do you reaffirm for all of us that you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit again today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and choose to follow Christ alone? Yes. Well, it's my privilege, my sister, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised with him to new life. Good morning, church. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good morning, church. I am Musu Kazulu from West Africa, to be precise, Liberia. I was born in a Muslim home, grew up in a Muslim home, and I did attend a Muslim school or Islamic school from elementary up to high school level, and later enrolled into college but I was still not convinced to accept Jesus as my love and personal savior. And all of my friends I always interacted with, they were all a Christian. And they were like, you're gonna be a Christian one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> and I always told them I cannot be a Christian because I think that is not the right place for me. If it was, I should have been born onto that religion. So. And I kept going on with my faith as a Muslim. 2012, I did travel to the United States. So 2012 was night, December 31st. I did visit a church called Madison Square for watch night, just for fun. So I thought I went to church and they was like, who all over here that haven't received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? Can you please come on the privilege? So I was like, let me just go out there. And I went out there, and I was like, okay. I prayed with few people, as Jesus for my Lord and personal Savior. And I then went home. I didn't even have time anymore to go to church. My parents always come to church. So one of these days, we moved on East Perry, where we live right now. And my neighbor invited us to church, which was Calvary Church. So we came over to the church, and I listened to the pastor preaching, and I told my parents, I was like, I really admire his preaching. You know, I can really understand him a lot. And then I started coming to church, be it snow or not. 
I was always coming to church. And I personally began to accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior on December 31st, 2012. Mm -hmm. And today I'm being baptized because I want to follow him as my Lord and personal Savior to be saved. Thank you. Mm But Musu, do you reaffirm for all of us that you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I do. And do you commit today to yes. renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and follow Christ alone? Yes, I do. Amen. Amen. Well, it's my privilege, my sister, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in his death, raised with him. And this is Anna Zaitema, assisted by her father, Marty, and she's going to share a word of testimony with us as well. Hi. My name is Anna Zaitama, and I was born in Albania into a Muslim family. After I was born, I was left abandoned at the maternity hospital by my biological parents. Later, I was taken to a Christian orphanage where I stayed until I was adopted by the Zaitama family. After I was adopted, my family and I were able to maintain a relationship with my biological family. At the age of about eight, I told my biological family that I had become a Christian. They disappeared from my life again. I felt like they had abandoned me again. I got angry with God and became depressed. I noticed that the more I shoved God away, the angrier I got. I started to feel empty and I longed for something. I was desperate to find a sense of security and peace. I also wanted to feel a sense of acceptance. I started to question myself if I was a Christian, Christian anymore or if I ever was a real Christian. I would be lying in bed and God would be asking me, do you surrender to me? Are you going to follow my ways? Uh, the response to my heart was, you're the last person I want to talk to right now. That's a sad statement, but to be honest, that's where I was at. Finally, one night, God asked me that same question again. Are you going to surrender to me? Are you going to follow my ways? I knew in my heart that if I was going to experience peace, it was only going to be through him. I wasn't going to find it in any human relationship or in anything else that the world had to offer. So with that in mind, I gave my life back to Christ. God started to fill that empty void in me with love and acceptance that I would, he would never leave me nor forsake me. Joshua 1.5 says, No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. A few years after I recommitted my life to Christ, I was reading Acts chapter 8, 26 through 40, which is a story about Philip baptizing an Ethiopian man. While I was reading, I felt the Holy Spirit tell me to get baptized. Of course, I began telling God why I don't need to be baptized. <laughs> the main reason being that I've been baptized as a toddler. It's never a good idea to tell God no, by the way. <laughs> Thankfully, in his mercies, he kept being patient with me until I finally said yes. So today, I stand before you and before Christ to identify myself with Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. 
Anna, thank you for that testimony. And do you reaffirm to all of us that you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and to follow Christ alone? Yes. Well, with that testimony, it's my privilege, my sister, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death, raised with him to new life. This is Ashley Cole, and she has a word of testimony for us as well. I'm being baptized because I want to live more like Jesus Christ. I want to give myself to God, and I want my sins to be erased. I have always wanted to get baptized, but I never knew when God was calling me to do it. Throughout my whole life, I have heard of God talking to fellow Christians. I've always wondered how God would talk to me directly. It was always a hard concept for me to grasp. I didn't think God had spoken to me personally. One day I was reading an article and the author explained one way God can speak to you. He can just be a voice in your head that keeps repeating something to you. It could be as simple as a single word. That single word will stick with you and you can't get it out of your head until you do something about it. A few weeks after reading that article, I kept getting the word baptism stuck in my head. It was persistent and I couldn't shake it. My mind would keep drifting to the word baptism. I finally realized that it was the Lord speaking to me. He wanted me to get baptized. So here I am today doing what God called me to do. I am listening to him speak to me. Here is one of my favorite verses from the message transition, 2 Samuel 22, 2. God is the bedrock under my feet, the castle which I live in, in my rescuing night. Amen. <laughs> well, Ashley, have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you commit today to renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and follow Christ alone? Yes. Well, because of that testimony of faith, my sister... I have the privilege of baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in his death, raised with him to new life. 